It is Monday, the 13th of September, 2021. This show comes to you from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Hi, this is Kate, otherwise known as the Duchess of New Jersey. When I'm not busy hanging out at the beach, telling people off, or watching someone pump gas for me, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. And now I'd like to introduce the star of the show, Eric Zane. It's riveting. Uh, thank you, Kate. Thank you. Very kind. Very kind. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the week. Uh, right here. Oh, my gosh. And so much to get to. Another busy, busy week of, uh, of things that I, uh, that I must get into. Some... Um, being talked about around the world, some being talked about in my own little orbit. I'm excited about uh, the prospect of uh, my bet with Bill Simonson. I must update you on that. Oh, I just, it it's like as soon as I think about that, I want to start talking about it, which would then like, well, no, I wanted to talk about it at a different point in the show, and it would mess everything up. So if I um, if I start to go down that road, I'll, I'll kind of just ruin it. I don't want to wreck my own story. So, okay. My gosh, so much to get to today. As I, uh, as I get started, I, I noticed that uh, uh, the NFK is once again showering, which is just incredible. Uh, I'm very, very happy about that. Um, we came to the conclusion that we think that when he is putting in the day's work of uh, 14 hours of TV viewing uh, every day, and that is no lie. 14 hours of TV viewing. Um, maybe sometimes 13. Like yesterday, he went to bed a little early. But we think, we're reasonably convinced, he, most of the time, he's just staring at it and not actually taking it in. He might even be sleeping. Did you ever see Throw Mama from the Train with, uh, who was in that one? John Candy? Steve Martin? Wasn't John Candy in that? Remember, throw my the the old lady would sleep with her eyes open because uh, yesterday the Tigers came roaring back, and um, it was a crazy finish to the game. Ended up being a uh, walk off walk of all things, bases loaded, walk off walk. The hell! But there was a lot of action leading up to the extra innings when that happened, and so he's actually staring at the TV. And Diana is in, that's in that room that's called the sunroom. There's windows all around it, and that's where the TV is, and that's kind of like where he hangs out. It's a room that I used to visit, but I won't anymore. Uh, so Diana is in the living room just off of the sunroom, and she hears the announcers are going crazy. She get, gets up. She goes, oh, my God, this is incredible. And he, like, jumps. He goes, What? He's watching the fucking TV. He's watching that thing go down. And she's like, what, what do you mean, what? I mean, you're watching it. What I just was, uh, uh, I looked at because the announcer was, she had to like explain what was, and he's like, oh, he thinks it's like the next 9-11 or something. No, it's, it's what's in front of your face. It's what you're watching. That's what I'm responding to. What? I don't know. 
His brain's a little mixed up. Uh, speaking of baseball, Max Scherzer. He's the pitcher for the Dodgers. You remember him with the Tigers. He was, uh, when he was younger in his career. Uh, was good with the Tigers. And then he went to Washington and was be, like the best. And uh, Jesus, you know, there was a time when the Tigers had David Price on their team. They had uh, Scherzer, um, Doug Fister, who was also excellent. Uh, Verlander, for God's sake. The hell, those are four Hall of Famers. Well, not Fister. Scherzer yesterday, and he ended up being five innings or five outs short of a perfect game. That would have been even more incredible because he did a lot in this game. To start the game, the first three batters, he struck out on three pitches. It's called an immaculate inning. Strike, strike, strike out, strike, strike, strike out, strike, strike, strike out, inning over. Unbelievable. And in that game, he also got to 3,000 strikeouts in his career and 100-plus years of baseball. That is only the 19th player to do that. Oh, my God. You know what, Mom? Yeah, but I have, I have an emergency. Uh, I don't know where my charger is to my computer, and it won't go on, and I have to Do you have an extra charger for an ancient computer? Otherwise, I have to run it in my office. I try to run it all the way back to the office and get back to where I need to for my training shoes. What? Okay, hold on. You said that you don't have a charger for an HP computer. Uh, is it black? Is it a black charger? It is, huh? Yeah, a rod, you say. Yeah, you are you saying that it's probably not in this house? It's probably at work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll come help you. Just uh, sit tight, and then I'll. Be, these people are still wondering why I I look. I'm dressed like a freaking uh, magician. No, no, no. I just got to, I just, I'll be there in quite literally 15 seconds. All right. Well, can you imagine if I said, no, I'm not helping you. <laughs> okay. I'll be right back. I, I'm sure this music is going to run out. Unless I, I think I might be able to put it on loop. No, I don't know. <sighs> All right. Uh, so she's going to work from home today. My wife. All right, I'm back. She's going to work from home today, my wife. Uh, lovely Diana. Dirty Diana. Yeah. And then um, that, she's like, yeah, I don't have the power supply for my computer. Do you have anything? I'm like, well, you know, I can't imagine if I just said, I'm, I'm not even going to try to help you. So um, I looked at what uh, her uh, computer needs, and it just... It wouldn't work. My computer is is a square plug. She needs like a round one. Well, I don't even know where it is. If I find it, though, it's not going to work because of what I just said. And then as soon as I, I start to explain that to her, she like, turns around, walks away. It's like, no, look, I want you to, no, hold on a second. Give me 10 seconds. I, I can't help you. Well, then I guess I got to go back into work. I go, okay. All right. It's going to be okay. 
Everything's going to be fine. <sighs> Holy crap. All right. I just got to flush that. It's fine. I get, I get like, and then I'm like, I feel like I've done something wrong. I was like, I didn't do anything wrong. I promise you. I just, uh, I don't, I can't, I don't have it. Uh, I'm not Alan from Blue Frost IT. Okay. All right. Eric, why the hell are you dressed up like the gay magician? Well, I'm going to tell you why right now. And then uh, don't forget, I am going to get into the Facebook thing here. Uh, I know that that's uh, a lot of people that were worried about me. I got a lot of texts from people saying, are you, are you okay? I, it, are you all right? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. It's good. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate that. But I'm, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I Hey, I prepared myself for this. I told you this was going to happen. I better be ready. <sighs> not the end of the world. Fear not. Fear not. It's all going to work out. So, yesterday, uh, I was doing limo work, and I have some amazing adventures from that uh, little endeavor over the, over uh, part of my day Sunday. But uh, about midway through that, I get a text from Justin, the boss at Affordable Limousine. And... <sighs> Man, that's the way it goes. It's constantly like, hey, can you work? Can you work? Can you work? And then you you decide yay or nay. And here's the issue. I hate telling him no. I am not kidding you. It breaks my heart every time I do that. There are just some days I, I just can't. Um. And then what it boils down to for me when he asks me to pick somebody up and, and I'm like, well, what else would I be doing? Am I, am I wanting to not do it just because I don't feel like it or because I'm actually not available? You know, have you ever had that happen? You're in that quandary. Well, I don't really want to do it, but no, I don't have anything going on. I could actually do it if I, if I wanted to. Um, I always have struggled with that. I have always went, well, when in doubt, and if the reason is I just don't want to do it, just do it and it'll all work out and you're going to make somebody's day. It's going to be perfect. But at that moment, it's, uh, the most pain, painful decision I could possibly make because, especially because this one, he goes, Hey, I need you to pick up somebody in Holland, Michigan at 4.45 a.m. Monday morning. Drive them to the airport. You'll be home by 6.15. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Plus, I'll give you an extra $50 on top of it. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. That's good. But I still have to get up at 3.30 in the morning. Fuck. This is now the last time I did this was a week and a half ago. And I told myself, I am not, I repeat, not doing this again. No matter what you ask me, no matter what you, uh, what, no matter what the problem is, uh, I am not, I am not doing it. I don't even ask me. I said to him, don't even ask me, but he knows me. So, uh, actually wrote back because. I was sitting there uh, listening to the Lions game with Dan Miller and Slomus Brown. 
And uh, and then I, I see that text, that fateful text come in. And I'm like, oh, no. Hey, any chance you'd be willing to help me out tomorrow? Uh, 445 to 545 limo trip, Holland to Grand Rapids. And then I wrote, is there anyone else that you might, that you think might be able to pick this one up? And I sent it. And then I counted to like 10 and he was probably in the middle of typing, you know, his answer. And then I wrote, fuck it. I'll do it. Give me that shit. Thank you very much, Eric. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm on vacation today, tomorrow. So before I let, so then he gives me the details. I'm like, oh my God. So uh, at about eight o'clock last night, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm getting to bed. And then I'm like, who am I kidding? If I go to bed now, I'm just going to lay there. Until 11, 12. Yeah, I might as well get some work done. So I sat in here, um, took care of some other things I had working, uh, I was working on. And then, all right. So that's why, and then this is what I wear when I'm working. And uh, I got in here this morning after that and uh, picked the day up right at about the time that I would wake up is when I was drinking my third cup of coffee. And I'm like, you know, just power through. No big deal. You just dive right into the day. Don't even change your clothes. Get in there, write your show, do it. Talk to these fine people and uh, have fun like you do every single day. That's it. No big deal. So when uh, I see for me, it's the idea of knowing that I'm going to be very, very tired later on. Right now, I'm fine. I mean, whenever I'm talking to you, it's a kind of like a high energy thing. No big deal. It's like when I get done, I'm like, uh, I predict, I predict that um, right about the time that I publish the audio podcast of this, which you can download wherever you download audio podcasts. Um, I'll be like, oh my God, I still got to do the Patreon. Oh, fuck me. Oh, then it's like, it's going to seem like so impossible. It's okay. Hold on a second, folks. Uh, Diane is here with an update. Go ahead. Uh, I need my car key. Oh, you need your car key. Right here, my dear. Right here. There you go. Oh, that seemed like you. Here you go. Oh, she gave me a funny look, too. I, she is not happy. She is not happy. Okay, so just to recap, you said look on her face. Uh, you all witnessed this. I have done nothing. Nothing. And I just got the most passive-aggressive moment of the last 24 hours. All she did was came up here in the middle of the podcast, said, I need help. So I did. I did not, was not able to uh, uh, create a uh, power supply for her computer because I have, uh, I opted not to be an IT specialist a long time ago. And I got into this line of work. So I don't have the necessary skills or supplies to build her a computer power supply. So that, is probably a problem because I don't have that ability. I am probably being judged brutally because I do not have the ability to, uh, nor am I um, a practicing wizard. And uh, I did not go to Hogwarts and I don't have the ability to uh, conjure um, a power supply for her computer. Uh, also, I did not go to the... Uh, 
H.G. Wells School of Time Travel. And uh, I cannot go back in time uh, with her to her workplace uh, on Friday and remind her to pack her fucking uh, pucking her pa- fa- fa- her fucking power supply for her computer. I do not have any of these things to assist her. So you know how it is. I'm an asshole. I am clearly a fucking retard because of these things. That is what she thinks right now. So uh, I just happen to have her car key in my pocket. And, um, you know, she just went down to her car to go to work to go get the power supply. Again, because I cannot conjure a power supply or go back in time. And her car doesn't start because the key fob is in my pocket. (laughs) So that means she's coming all, you saw it, kicks open the door. Um, I need my car key. Oh, here you go. And then this stink eye look. You know, here's the thing. I don't do passive aggressive. I don't do uh, shitty looks on people's faces trying to tell me to go fuck myself. Uh, I, I don't I don't tolerate that well at all. So uh, let me just be the first one to tell you that you, this is the first time in the history of almost three years of doing this show that you have witnessed an actual fight. Now, um, what I'm doing now, this uh, snark ritual, is uh, fucking payback. That's uh, That's what you do in a fight. Um, so there we go. In fact, let's get her on right now. I'm sure you guys want to, uh, want to maybe get some follow-up from the queen of the forest here to see, uh, I, I, I can use some clarification. Yeah. Uh, hi, hi, hi. Did did you just say yeah? Yeah. Well, why did you say yeah? Because I'm irritated. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just I'm uh, I'm taking it all in. Okay. So I was just discussing with the audience um, how I have suddenly become uh, the the villain here. At least that's how I feel. <laughs> No, you're not the villain, but... Well, do you realize the look you gave me when you came... Everybody saw it. I, I want a screenshot from one of the audience members of the look that you gave me. Well, that I was irritated because you don't ever put my keys back. Um, okay. Uh, all right, I used your key, and it was in my pocket, so... Don't, don't we have a spare key for that reason? I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, You know we have a spare key. I, Where I, is it? I think that uh, I think the bigger issue here that's causing this uh, little rift isn't so much about the key. It's about you're kind of uh, just pissed off because you left something at work. Well, I don't know if I left it at work. I don't know where it is. I have I don't use it at work because okay. I have an office. Well, maybe there. maybe a little clarification. Either you're not sure where it is, but it. Uh, I would say that all of these things. 
uh, I have nothing to do with. Correct or incorrect? Um, I think you kind of do. How, oh, really? Tell me how I have something to do with you not having a power sp- supply for your work computer. Because we should have a spare one at home. You know, uh, that's not true. Every computer has, uh, not all computers have the same power supply, Diana. I don't have, even even if I, I, I don't have that. I mean, I'm not, how could this be my fault? I just, I just want to blame somebody. I know, and guess who got it? Who, who got blamed for this? I didn't blame you. Wait, okay, well then why did I feel, you know, like, uh, you know the way I felt when you uh, when you stared me down and you 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 uh, you were I mean Jesus staring you down would have nothing to do with the computer it was you had my keys in your possession when they yeah. should be in possession that is not a big deal that is this, that is that is, that is that is not a big deal it kind of is when I get in my car and try to start it and I can't start it and I have to come all the way back in the house and I'm already on the time crunch to locate the keys, have right. to bother you again. Okay, it's, it's amazing that um, you're angry about keys at a moment when you've lost something on your own. I mean, that's that kind of one of the most hypocritical things I think, I think I've ever okay. witnessed. It, okay, I, have you ever been irritated or agitated or uh, stressed about something and right. it kind of overflows uh, yeah. and everything else? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I have, but then I don't double down like you are. I didn't double down, but if I hit, if it was kind of double down. If, yeah, I didn't double down. I was just irritated that you had my keys when you're supposed to take them out of your pocket and put them back yeah. in where I know they are. You know, so when I leave, I, I leave. You know, because I'm uh, so much more emotionally sound. <laughs> I would have. Uh, responded with you know i'm so sorry i'm just stressed honey instead of uh you know you doing all of this nonsense again mm. very hurtful oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to hurt your feelings hurt your feelings oh there you go that's it oh okay yes i'll t- you know i can read right through that i know i i, I know no, you I, I, no, no, I'm no no i I'm am not gonna play this game listen to me i'm, I'm serious you are not serious you are being yes, I- uh, no, you are being I, facetious. No, I am not being facetious. Yes, you are. Are you telling? No, 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 no. You absolutely are. Ah, am I still agitated? Yes. Am I still annoyed? Yes. Was I planning to work on from home today? Yes. Is it a big I, deal? Is it a re, is it a major deal that a key was in my pocket? No. Right. So. Uh, that means the next so thing I should I, hear is, I'm so sorry, honey. I love you so much. Excuse me. So that's why I said I'm sorry. You did? Yeah. You did not say sorry. You just That's the first time you said it right there. Well, when I, when I said it, well, you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. That's all I was looking for, for you to fucking say sorry. And, not, and then you said, yeah, I already said sorry. You didn't already say sorry. <laughs> I apologize for taking it out on you. But next time, put my key back. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, of course, you know I will. I will. Uh, I will do that. Okay. I love you. Okay. I love I you too. That. If I have time, I'm going to come back and work from home. So I know you want to see me. Oh, stay there. Stay there for the for the week. <laughs> bye. Okay. Bye. bye.
Bye, love you. What? I'm sorry. Don't you, first of all, you got to get out of the habit of picking up the phone with what? <laughs> Hello, honey. Okay, you said I love you, so I just want to say love you too. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. What a bit of drama that was. And we it all unfolded here. Where the hell was I? Okay, I'm going to come back. No, I'm just going to get to this now. Um, regarding limo work. Yesterday, I drove to a... Uh, Nice little community called uh, Plainwell, Michigan. Small town, just a little bit north of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, driving this uh, gigantic 30-foot, 14-passenger limousine. Um, I noticed that there was a person who, across the street from the customer, had uh, a couple of Trump flags. One was the blue 2024. Uh, no, it was 2020. Make a, make America great. And then below was a red Trump 2024 save America again. Did you see that one? Save America again. Man, talk about a, uh, a marketing push. Absolutely spectacular. And I have um, made uh, jokes in the past about the pickup truck with the full-size flags um, attached to it. And where I live in shit-kicker country, this is happening more and more. And I've I've talked about truck nuts on the truck. I've said that tongue-in-cheek, but I actually, when I was running on Friday, saw two young men in a truck with the flags, and they do a hell of a job putting them on the back of the vehicles. They don't move. They're like part of the vehicle now. And there was three flagpoles with an American. They actually have it where it's like the American flag's a little bit higher. There's that little level of respect there. The uh, American flag, and then also uh, attached to the back is um, Trump flag. And then um, a fuck Biden flag and a don't tread on me flag. I saw a truck with, and I'm like, how the, f- that takes a lot of uh, work to get those all on there securely. And, uh, and the amount of flags, it's like, these guys are wrecking their gas mileage. And it actually, I swear on a stack of King James Bibles, truck nuts. And here's the thing. As I was um, running and approaching the street, uh, you know, there's a, a cut, a, a cutaway for the sidewalk. You know, like if you got a stroll, you can just go down the ramp and then you're in the street and then you cross the street and then up the other side. They are behind where a person, a pedestrian would go. And I swear to God, as I'm getting close to where you are now entering the street, they roll forward, like blocking it. And I'm like, don't say shit. Don't say anything to these people because they will get out. And they will remove all four of those flags and put the flagpole up your ass. 
all four flagpoles will be up your ass and they will dangle the truck nuts on your nose if you say a word. Don't even look like you're annoyed. Just, they're not there. Go around the back of the truck. Do not go around the front. Holy shit. I'm like, fuck, I am out of here. All right. So I forgot why the hell that came up. Why did that come up? I can't remember now. But anyway, Sunday, um, I, uh, oh, I remember because I was telling you about Trump flags in uh, Plainwell. So across the street from where the Trump flags are is uh, the home of these people that I'm picking up. A lot of people. And it says anniversary party. Like, well, I've never, I've done birthdays, I've done bachelors, bachelorettes, weddings, all those things. Never done an anniversary party. And there is a sweet, sweet grandmotherly lady out in front, almost waiting for me. And I go, and first thing, always remember to introduce, hello, I'm Eric. I'll be taking you uh, all around today to your destination. Oh, hello. And she says, uh, hello there, Eric. My name is, and she looks to be about my dad's age. Very sweet. Um. Looks to be in tremendous, uh, uh, I don't want to say condition, but she's in good shape. Very sweet, very kind. And um, I go, you're you're celebrating an, an anniversary. She goes, yep, today is the day. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. Okay, great. So uh, the rest of the folks get in the car, and uh, there's some other elderly people, some not-so-elderly people. And uh, I'm like, boy, you know, I, I can't quite place which one is uh, Mr. in the anniversary thing. And this, this is another example of how just letting life come to you. And then uh, as soon as these moments happen, you write it down. And I actually wrote it down on my little note taker of, uh, of things I want to talk about on the podcast. And um, this is one of those moments. They want to go to uh, uh, some restaurant in Kalamazoo. So uh, everything's going as planned. Awesome. I get them there, and um, uh, everybody gets out of the car, and I, I said to the lady, I, I, I know her first name. I don't want to say it. I don't like to say who the customers are. Uh, and I said, so um, which one is Mr. So-and-so? Now, I sh- I've had experience that this is a, a bad thing, a bad question to ask. Because of age. And the reason why I have experience is because this happened on the radio years ago. Uh, I didn't do it. But I think that um, being that this is an anniversary, anniversary celebration. She, it's an anniversary, but Mr. So-and-so is not there. Because I said, so which one is Mr. So-and-so? Because there's a bunch of older dudes. And she goes, oh, he died. Oh. 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 It's just like the lady who got the knife in her eye. It happened to me. She goes, oh, he passed. Passed. Oh, he passed. He passed a year and a half ago, Eric. I go, oh. Oh, my God. Uh, It's like, where do you go from that point? I'm like, oh. I just got this stupid look on my fucking face. Everybody's looking at me like they want to kill me. And then she gives me, I am not kidding you. She puts out her hand. Uh, it, well, actually, before this, she goes, are you going to come inside and eat with us, Eric? I go, 
I feel terrible. I go, uh, no, no, I, uh, I brought my lunch and I didn't, I, I just, I didn't, I wanted, in fact, I was considering just them going inside and then me driving the limousine, uh, and, and driving it into the Kalamazoo river and then getting a ride home and never returning again to the limousine company. That, that, that's how bad I felt when she said, Oh, he's dead. He died a year and a half ago. God, what the fuck? What? He's dead. Well, why are you? No offense. Why are you having an anniversary? What are you? Come on. I'm so pissed at me. But then I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. This is not on you. This is not on you. No way. <sighs> and then she gave me $100. She actually had a $100 bill in her hand. She goes, okay, well, here you go. And she goes, and well, I wasn't even done with the job. You know, and she gave me already one hundred dollars. I'm like, you are. Here I am. I just. She probably went into the bathroom and and wept over that. Ugh. Uh, But the day wasn't done there because then um, I was so giddy with excitement that the lions that I was uh, already off to a running start on my uh, speedo bet with Bill Simonson. Because I was listening to Dan Miller and Slow Miss Brown, and uh, it 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 uh, it was being revealed early that this was going to be a long day for the Honolulu Blue and Silver. It's like, all right, I, I'm I'm going to go to the restroom. I'm in the parking lot of this restaurant, and I go walking in. I say to the guy, I go, "Hey, uh, where's the, where's the restroom?" He goes, "Oh, they're right over there." I go, okay, great. And it's like a steak joint, and it uh, it says "gals and gents," and so. I go, all right. And I go in and um, I have, it's a number two issue. Now, I, it wasn't any pants pooping or anything like that or or uh, that anything gross that I'm going to tell you about. But um, I sit down and this has, uh, this actually happened to my old pal Joe before, my former pal Joe before. In the Albany airport. And uh, so some of you already know what's about to happen. But I'm in there. And uh, the door opens. And then I hear a little kid. And I go, oh, it's uh, it's dad is bringing the kid in to go potty. Good. But then I'm like, wait a minute. That's not a dad. That's a mom. And I'm like. And this is minutes after the he died moment. And I'm like. I clearly went in where it says gals. I am in the ladies. I am taking a dump in the ladies' restroom right now. And right next to me is a mom and a little girl in the stall next to me. Now, right away, I'm like, I, I got these shoes on, these these stupid fucking black shoes. Now, uh, all she has to do is take one look and see these men's shoes, and she's going to have one of two thoughts. Uh, either it's one of the funny girls is eating at the steak joint or it's a dude. So I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm on the toilet and I'm like, well, I'm just going to, just in case she hasn't seen my feet. So picture this. I'm doing like this core exercise to get my feet up. I can't even do it. Like my feet are up uh, in, in the event that she hasn't looked yet. Then, you know, oh, it was just fucking weird. And then so I, I, they, they finish up, they get out, and man, I was out of there so fast. Oh, my God. 
And I'm like, what the hell is going on here today? That all happened uh, before my conversation with Patriot Nick. I had to talk to Patriot Nick earlier today because he was one of the many people that were like, are you okay? Are you okay today, Eric Zane? Uh, We have a feeling that, that you're not okay. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm totally fine. More on that in a second. There's so much to talk about today. All right. How to get this show. Typically, I'm on Facebook. I am not for the next 29 days. So thank you for joining me on YouTube and a Periscope video on Twitter. All right. More on that a little bit later on. But Facebook is still there and it is still brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss. Please subscribe to the channel. Frank Fuss is my policy shop insurance. Subscribe to the channel, Eric Zane Show. Hit uh, these um, uh, bell notification, and then you will know when I go live. That's very important. And then on uh, Twitter, a Periscope video brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Now, those are only the live elements. Like when I go live at 8 a.m. Monday through Friday, that's where you can see it if you want to get it as it happens. The video replays are available, of course, at the end of those. And... um, Then, of course, wherever you download audio podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, Spotify, I'm on them all. Just search Eric Zane Show, or you can uh, get a link directly at ericzaneshow.com for all of this. If you go to ericzaneshow.com, everything I've just said is there. Um, Something absolutely spectacular has been happening on the audio podcast. I kind of talked about it before, but... um, something is uh the audience has really grown lately and that's always where the lion's share of the audience has been uh truth be told um the amount of people that watch or listen on or watch and listen on facebook it's the same crowd every day for the most point uh for the most part the point of it is it's just another option for people as to how they want to get their show um if you do enjoy the show live and don't have uh any of the um um audio podcast like set for download that you're subscribed to it, please do that. It really helps because uh, the uh, download numbers are what really help move the meter. That's what I sell most directly to sponsors is those uh, metrics or analytics as they are called. And on, um, I think it was Friday. Was it Friday? I think it was Friday of this week. My God, I used to be happy. I'm not kidding you with, 2,000 downloads a day, about 10,000, 11,000 a week. I was happy with that. That's what I had built this entire show on was that number up to this point, which has been more than enough to be able to, you know, carve this space out that I do for, uh, for what I do. But my God, and uh, there's been a couple of things that work. I don't know if it's the cross promotion with other podcasts, if it's the Kumia show, if it's, if it's dumb luck, I don't know, but it's up to forty and 50,000 a week now. On Friday, I had 12,400 downloads. I'm like, what? In one day, that uh, far surpasses what I would normally get in one week. So it has been absolute gangbusters. So if you're new to the show, thank you. I appreciate that. Please keep coming back. It's not like an AA meeting. All right. Email the show, eric at ericzancho.com. On the Shoreliners striping inbox. Anytime, any uh, comments 
Uh, if you want to fight, you can email me on that. I'll be happy to fight you if you want. I did some fighting yesterday with someone who I don't think Don Watkins is Don Watkins. I think Don Watkins is someone else. I'm pretty sure of it. That was one of the people that I uh, banned on Facebook over the weekend. I banned Don, I banned Regis, and I banned Wade Reister or Wade Reister. Is that, I forget how you say the name. Um, more on that in a second. But I did ban them. Hang on, I, I need a drink. I was stalked out at the Whalen concert. I'm not sure who took it, but somebody took a picture of Diana and I walking through a field at the, uh, I think it's called the uh, Whalen Municipal Airport, which is just a gigantic field where a lot of small planes land. And they had this uh, nice stage set up. This was a suicide awareness concert put on by... um, uh, Nisa Smith and uh, Anthony. Um, and I talked about, this is part of the Wayland Balloon Festival. Uh, Anthony Winters is his name. And I actually did, had a podcast with them um, just as the weekend was getting started. This was the event that Wayland was appearing at there of uh, friends of those two. And so they were doing this uh, first time ever event. So you've got, I don't know, 500, 1,000 people in this giant field Stage set up. They've got these huge horses uh, that from the, some guy's farm you can pet. You got the, all these enormous hot air balloons. It was so awesome. Uh, food trucks galore. There's a uh, distillery, a destination distillery in Wayland, Michigan called 412. And uh, they make this, uh, they have a lot of these hard ciders and things like that that they were selling. And man, Diana loved those. It was so good. And then um, a lot of different bands. And uh, I uh, and and then Waylon took the stage, and uh, man, I tell you what, they sounded fantastic. I loved that. I got to talk with some listeners who were there who listened to the show. Thank you so much. They invited me up to do stage announcement, so that was cool. This is all happening on September 11th, and it was great. Um, so I got to get this out of the way because I think it was Terry Emo. Um, the sweet, sweet soul who sent Madison all those uh, crystals and gems. Who's like, oh, yeah, somebody's got to rip him a new one because he doesn't have a mask on. Yeah. First of all, when was the last time I talked about masking up? Okay. And uh, second of all, uh, you know, we're at an outside concert in an open field. Uh, I think it's going to be okay. All right. Um, and besides... Uh, most of us live our lives now, um, knowing full well that there's a pretty decent chance we're going to get infected, you know, and that's, uh, and the, the, the beauty of that is a person like me, because I'm smarter than you and get vaccinated. If I do happen to get sick, this is not going to be a big deal. So, uh, shut up and uh fucking settle down i don't know what the fuck where the fuck did that come from oh my god he's outside on a sunny day with 500 people he is at a super spreader event somebody's calling it a super spreader event it's like no i don't think it is i think that's a little different so uh no that's not hypocritical and shut up so there you go while i was there i hear from Jessica. 
in Nashville, Tennessee. And she says, oh, my God, are you on the radio? And I'm like, is she mixing me up for someone else? And I'm like, uh... She goes, uh, someone just, uh, I just heard you. Are you on 101.3? And I'm like, uh, and I was very confused. Very, very confused. I was like, well, I was years ago. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I did. Well, I, you know what I did do? I did do some voice work, a um, commercial for affordable limousine. So right away, I thought that that was it. Because actually, um, they did a... Uh, podcasting campaign which i'll have talk about a little later on they also did it on radio and they said to me will you be the voice of it so i actually made their commercial and sent it off to affordable limousine who gave it to a radio station and i thought maybe that was it and uh so i was i thought you know who knows and then so being confused i uh reach back out to her. Um, and I wrote, uh, no, I, some jerk on there has like the identical voice because I had been hearing that from someone else, that there's someone who works there that sounds like me. And I'm like, do you listen online to that? She goes, no, Chris B posted it in a chat. I don't listen to that crap. And I wrote, oh, see, oh, oh I see. So I guess Chris B heard on the radio what he thought was me on there. So I didn't really think anything because I have not heard anything. I have no idea what's going on. <sighs> Yesterday, now I'm like, well, now, now I got to hear this. I have got to hear this. Uh, all right. Rick S. When did you start on 101.3? I was pleasantly surprised to hear your voice just now. I responded, what the hell are you talking about? Somebody reached out to me yesterday about this as well. I just heard you driving home about 30 minutes ago. I said, I haven't heard it, but I've heard from several people about this, that there's some dude on there who sounds exactly like me. I will try to listen. If you uh, hear him again, get me a recording, please. So this I have to hear. And if I remember correctly, that radio station has become a different radio station. Um, isn't it called like a big, I think it is, a big 101.3. Let me see here. On air. Right now is, uh, oh, LT. LT is the guy who did PA for the Griffins before I uh, started working there. That was awkward. L LT is mornings, followed by uh, Allie in midday. And then it says Mike, and then it says Brett B-Side Matthews nights. Well, I know B-Side, so, and I know he doesn't sound like me, so I don't know, and I, but I don't know who's on the weekend there. So now I'm intrigued. Hmm. All right. Well, if anybody is able to hear that, I would uh, 
Get me audio. It's funny. Megan says something, and I have heard about this, and I, I wasn't going to say anything until you said it. Um, Megan says, wouldn't it be awesome if they just pieced together Eric's words to make a new Eric? Like when they make the president sing songs with their own words. That technology exists. Um, there is proprietary, how do you say it? Proprietary, proprietary technology that does do that. And it, I, would not, I wouldn't put it past them to have some type of thing where it's not intentional, but I did used to work for that company. If they've somehow create, recreated a voice. Do you hear the thing about Val, Val Kilmer? He just lost his voice because of some medical condition. And he actually, through uh, technology, has been able to recreate his own voice with technology. So, now, I'm not saying this is it. But it probably just is somebody who sounds like me. But I need to hear this. And then... Uh, if it sounds as, as crazy as this person uh, um, uh, puts down here, I need because I, I know who the boss is at that radio station. It's a dude by the name of Dave Taft. <coughs> so I'm actually anxious to hear what this guy sounds like. Uh, the Duchess of New Jersey says he sounds a lot like you. Jason says doppel, doppelganger. Um, so I don't... Uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, I don't know anything about this. Back to masks. Stevie says I've been wearing my mask in public again. The Delta variant. Uh, Terry says that was not me that said that. Oh, it was Mays, wasn't it? It might have been Mays. I think it was Mays, which I, I is kind. You're kind of like Mays Light. Sorry, Terry. My bad. Yeah, there's Mays. Ha ha! That may have been me. Yeah, you fuck. You see, I would let you get away with that because there's give and take and you're a moron and we know how to bust each other's balls. So, Terry, my apologies. Uh, Chris says he, he heard the commercial on wood. Uh, if you're reading comments, answer my question, says Jason. Let me back up. I hate doing this. Yeah, this is, I don't, it's tough to uh, maybe like rewrite it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, a huge faux pas. That's a huge problem I have. If you're reading uh, comments, answer my limo question. I don't, I don't even know what the question is. I can't. It's very difficult for me. If you, if you would, for once, put yourself in my shoes. For me to have to go back and scroll through all of these comments is awful. Just rewrite it. Rewrite your question. My God. How much limo work on Mondays, Tuesday? Um, me? Are you talking about me? Jason, you're not good at this. I don't, I can't read your mind. What kind of question, Jason, is how much limo work on Monday, Tuesday? That is not a question. Can you make it in English, please? The telemarketers who call my house from another country are easier to decipher than what you're writing. 
First, you want me to go back and read comments. Then, you know what? I hope you're hungry. 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 First of all, who gives a fuck? That's a stupid question to ask somebody who's trying to do a GD podcast, so fuck off. You couldn't save that for a fucking private message? The Schaefer family, morons in business. God, shut up, both of you. Andrea, oh, Andrea says, uh, she wants to know, uh, while he's eating 300, you can sit down and gobble it up too. Yay! Hey, hey! America's dumbest family. The Schaefers are in attendance. Huh. Quit asking me these fucking horseshit questions. I'm not answering it. I am not going to answer that question. If it can be saved for a private conversation. Yeah, hey, yeah, I know there's people listening everywhere, but uh, uh, what's the workload like on Mondays and Tuesdays? Ha, interesting. Ah, what the fuck are you guys doing? Shit. All right. We are one month and four days away from the Grand Rapids Marathon. Mike Ball taking on Eric Zane. Whoever wins, well, gets bragging rights. Um, you can bet as to see who's going to win this. And here, here's the thing. You can win a lot of money. I am giving the purse is $600. And I would say there's 10 of you who have donated 25 bucks a pop. All right? So that's 250 bucks for the AT Children's Project. If you donate 25 bucks, they get all of that. All you're betting on is who will win and by how much. Whoever correctly predicts the winner and is closest to the time of the victory wins $300. It's that simple. So most of you at this point are going to pick Mike Ball by, oh, I don't know, a certain amount of minutes. I don't want to say. I've already said too much. But pick the winner of this race and by how much time. And then you have a shot at $300 first prize, $200 second prize, $100 third prize. In the event of people picking the same time or having the same uh, uh, margin of, uh, of time, either uh, more or less, we will uh, enter names and draw. But this is a great opportunity to, A, help an amazing charity 
and B, win money. So uh, the website, atcp.org slash Eric Zane. Once again, atcp.org slash Eric Zane. Go there, sign up. I would love to see a ton of traffic there uh, so that these kids can uh, get a little bit more money to help with uh, vital life-saving research or treatments for the ataxia telangiectasia disease. Child killer took the lives of two very dear, sweet friends of ours. Uh, The amazing Velding family, they had three children. Two of them passed because of AT. All right, Kenny, uh, I'm just letting you know, uh, just to help you, you're starting to get too chatty. I love you, but no one cares. Not one person, not one person, I promise you, on that live stream, gives a shit about anything that you're saying, unless if you say, oh my God, there is a mass shooting going out on outside of my window. If you say something like that, they may think it's all right. But I can promise you, every single person in this chat does not want to hear anything you're saying. So just, I need to remind you of that. I'm not even giving you 300 seconds. I'm just letting you know. No one cares. Not a one. Not a one. And you know I love you. But when you write... Paragraph after paragraph on there, they're not reading it. Because remember, this is not the Kenny show. So, by the way, I am proud of you, Kenny, about um, buying a treadmill. I saw that, and I was so, you know what? You made uh, my heart warm. Uh, Because you're like, I've had it. I am putting my foot down, and I am going to uh, uh, lose this weight. So that was awesome. So why don't you hop on it right now? And uh, that way you won't be able to type anything. And you can watch the show and then not type so that no one has to read your three paragraphs every three seconds that you leave on the chat. Jason says, Eric's nice way of telling Kenny to shut the fuck up. Linda says, what do you do, Eric, if you're driving limo and got to take a poo? Well, that's a stupid question, Melinda. Are you? What do you? What do you mean? What am I? What do I do? I hold it until I find one. What do you do? Oh, I uh, open the window and I throw up uh, the shit right out of my mouth. That was a. That was. Jason says, I would have a private conversation if texts were replied to right now. You know, right now I'm doing a show. You know what? Eat another 300, you dumb fuck. Here you go. Chew on that. And as soon as your wife gets back in here, she's getting another one too. Oh, man, this is awesome. We are handing out 300 seconds by the bunches. Facebook fight will be detailed in a second. I've got T-shirts, and I, I'm working out. Hey, 
this has to happen. How do you want to say it? Because it'll be an Eric Zane show, Broken Promise. But I'm starting to come up with a new collection of T-shirts. The 300-second T-shirt has to happen. But I need like six, seven T-shirts to be able to go live with them at the same time. You can still get the old stuff, though. T-shirts uh, are available at ericsaintshow.com. Click on Merch, and off you go. Thank you. And the open and the live stream brought to you this time around by A&E Heating and Cooling. And uh, here we go, man. 79 bucks gets you a furnace tune-up. The cold days are coming. And don't just kick that thing on. Uh, it's a, a, a safe bet. It needs to be clean. You should do that every year. And in that check, um, the almighty Joe Martinez is making sure that it is in a safe operating order. Very, very important. If you're like, well, I've never done this. You need one. You know, there's plenty of things that need to happen. And the cleaning and the tune-up is just $79. Call to schedule. Call or text to schedule. 616-516-8579. I have an IT company that Diana thought I worked for today, uh, Blue Frost IT. I like to touch on different things with Blue Frost IT and uh, to make sure that you all get it down. But, um, uh, but I don't like to focus on too many things because they do so much. But let me just say this. If your idea of uh, making sure that your tech is in good running order is, uh, you know, when it slows down to a snail's pace, and no one's getting any work done because everybody's rebooting their computers or even getting online takes an hour, uh, there's a problem. And, and you can't just like unhook everything and go to Best Buy. Forget that. First of all, you probably need some type of upgrade or uh, updates on your software. Um, would you please let the experts do this? Like you wouldn't go and tune up your uh, furnace. You'd have Joe Martinez do it. When it comes to this tech stuff, I mean, seriously, we're not equipped for this. Uh, Alan from Blue Frost IT is 616-285-50 for Blue Frost IT or email them info at bluefrostit.com. There uh, is, uh, of course, a mortgage guy on the show, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Mortgages anywhere in the U.S. except Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina. No matter where you are in the listening audience, I'm not saying call them sight unseen. Would you just please uh, sniff around and see if he's right for you? You know, like basically you're, you got to interview these people before you're going to do something as, as serious as getting a mortgage. I mean, only an idiot would go with the first person that they talk to. Uh, and if you've used, used someone in the past, all I ask is that you call Mario. Just talk to him at five minutes of your time. That's all I'm asking you to do for the podcast. Eric Zane told me to call you. How can you help me? I've got two other people that also want my business. What makes you different? Ask that question. And he's going to tell you. And feel free to boss him around. Just drop the Eric Zane on him first. I, I'm an Eric Zane Show podcast listener. So uh, and, and be, be as rude as you want. I encourage rudeness with Mario. He loves it. Uh, 231-332-6505. All right. Facebook fight, Facebook fight. You are wrong and I am right. You are a stupid prick. You can suck my big fat dick. This is another Facebook fight. I don't even know if Stu knows this, 
But um, so my Facebook, my seven-day Facebook ban ended Friday. And then on Saturday, I posted the clip of Jimmy Kimmel's jokes from his monologue. And in the story, Ted Cruz got pissed. And so did a number of people who've been uh, uh, going on and on about, uh, we don't have to get the vaccine. You know, they were pissed. That was the point. That's it. And all that's true. Okay. He did the monologue. There were jokes. I laughed. I laugh at just about anything. If somebody's got to put in the time to try to be funny. The last thing I'm going to do is sit there and say, oh, I'm mad because you're trying to be funny. All right. Not everybody's like that, though. Whatever. And I don't even have a problem with uh, people who get pissed off and then, um, you know, respond with uh, something uh, that really doesn't have anything to do with it um, about uh, vaccines or Joe Biden. You know how those comments go on Facebook. They always get out of hand, which is fine. I have no problem with that. I'll a lot of times fight them. But in this particular case, um, a lot of times when I post those, I see names that I just don't see, that I've never seen, who just happen to be uh, stumble across what I wrote. Maybe they listened to me at one time, but they don't listen to this show. So typically, the way it goes is the first thing they'll say is, oh, my God, you're such a fucking loser. You uh, got fired from free beer. Aha. You know, typically, I've heard that a million times, which, you know, um, I hate that. And the reason why I hate that, it isn't because it's true. It's because I've worked really hard to distance myself in terms of where my career has gone now. I feel like what I do right now is actually a hell of a lot more rewarding than what I did back then. A, I'm my own boss. I enjoy this a lot more. This is a lot more work, but we're making it. So I'm happy with that. And I'm proud of it, too. So it bothers me when people go down that road. Now, the difference between those type of insults and what the lion's share of the audience says to me, like the Knicks and the Mazes and the Schaefers and the Terrys and the Shelly Caners and the, and the Andrea Schaefers, um, they're all my friends. And and the Joey Williamson's, you know who, if any of you have listened, you say terrible shit to me all the time and it's fine. It's great because I know what you're doing and I know where it comes from, but there's something a little different by the tone of some of these people. So even uh, on the uh, dialogue that happened in that tweet, there was some that I, I didn't, I didn't bland, uh, ban or block or anything like that, but some of them, I can tell just by what they're saying and what they've said in the past. These people do not like me at all, and they mean it. So with that being said, uh, the one that stood out to me, and I had mentioned this. If you recall, last week on the podcast, it was one moment when I said, what's up with Regis Thompson? I'm not sure about him, but I am pretty sure, I'm kind of sure that he actually is being malicious and actually doesn't like me. Okay, I just don't want that type of person around. Okay, um, I got—I was able to get control of my own Reddit um, because, frankly, 
I just don't like it. I don't want to be part of that. And if I have the ability to control something, you better damn well sure I'm uh, be sure that I'm going to do that. Uh, I would never dream of banning the you diehards that make my life so much uh, so enriched with the wonderful things you do for me. But if any one of you suddenly it became clear that you don't like me and you were like, you're taking it really serious and you're actually trying to hurt me. I'm going to cut you loose too. I don't have to put up with that shit. That's why I blocked Regis because he doesn't want to be there in the first place. He just wants, well, actually I take it back. He does, but all he wants to do is attack me. He's not a listener. And here's, here's what, um, uh, made that decision possible is because he was, uh, as usual trolling me. Uh, but it, again, trolling is what you guys do. What he does is much more, uh, involved. It comes from a more malicious spot. He may not tell you that now because he doesn't want to look bad, but he does. So I noticed that whenever somebody would get on and say, ha, Zane's an asshole. He got fired. He's only got uh, six listeners. He would always like it. I'm like, well, why the fuck would you do that? Um, and then, um, he, somebody said, oh yeah, Zane is an asshole. He's only got six listeners. And he wrote, he wrote, nope, he's only got five. I haven't listened in months. And I was like, well, there you go. You're not even, you don't even care. So fuck it. I don't need to deal with this. So I blocked him. And then, um, that was it. And then I went to Zaniacs United, which I do have admin power. I didn't create the page, but I am an admin. So I blocked him from that too. I don't want, look, if you're going to go there and just spread shit about me, there's no way in hell that I should have to put up with that. No way whatsoever. So I stand by what I did. And then I even heard from, uh, like I heard from Adam in Houghton Lake. He goes, uh, he actually told me that I'm wrong. It's like, no, well, you know, now that you've heard my perspective on this, what makes you think I'm wrong? I don't understand what, what, why that would be wrong. I'm not going to sit there and get the shit kicked out of me by someone who does not like me. And, um, you know, there's uh, I've, I've people like, oh, well, yeah, you know, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. It's like, look. This is the Eric Zane show. People come here to get a laugh or hear me tell a story or something like that. And it's very rare that I look you in the face and say, I'm serious. It's a fucking show. So when I say something on the show and try to uh, get under your skin or make a crack or ban Jason for 300 seconds, that doesn't mean that I don't like Jason or any of you. That just means... I'm trying to do a show. So when you come back and then you actually really insult me and say something terrible about me or my family or my career or, uh, or how I'm a loser or something like that, um, you mean that. That's the difference. And what I'm doing is a show. You're not. You're actually coming at me. That's the big difference. So with that being said, I banned Regis. He was the first one. And Jason asked me on Zaniacs United, what happened? And then in a few sentences, much shorter than what I just explained to you, I gave him the Reader's Digest version and ended it with, if I saw him, I'd strangle him. That was it. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Congratulations. You have just earned the Facebook 30-day ban. You will now sit quietly for 30 days because you have been on the watch list. First it was one day, then two days, then a week, and now 30 days, 30 days in the hole. Ooh, 
30 days in the hole. So that's it. 30 days on Facebook. Hold on. So that's what's up. That's how it went down. By the way, um, Don Watkins is not a Don Watkins. That is a made-up name. I don't know who it is, but I had a long conversation with that person yesterday, and we went round and round and round, and this is, I think, this is a former Zaniac. I'm reasonably sure of it. Uh, so I think Don Watkins doesn't actually exist. If it does, it's not the same guy. It's a made-up name. It's a former disgruntled Zaniac, and some of you might that's, – that's just a hunch. I don't have any proof to back that up. Just seemed especially stupid, so I think it's a former Zaniac. Not sure on that, though. So, anyway, uh, Wade is a cocksucker. He's out. Regis is a cocksucker. He's out. Uh, Watkins, if that's even his real name, is a cocksucker. He's out. Fuck you guys. Go fuck yourselves. And that's the end of that. You don't like it? Tough shit. It's my show. Uh, I wish I could ban you from listening to the free podcast. And, God, I don't, I'm pretty sure you're not on Patreon. If you are, I'll refund your money. You can have it back. Go fuck yourself. So there you go. That's what it was all about. Daisy, honey. No, 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 stop. There's nothing worse than a dog licking its paws. Oh, my God. So I hope for some of you that thought, um, hey, uh, what is um, what is going on? I, I hope you understand now. Like, I, I honestly, the thing that bothered me most um, well, it all bothered me, but at, when Adam wrote, you're wrong, I am not wrong. Put yourself in my shoes. If you did something like this for a living, okay, where you put yourself out there every single fucking day and someone just walks up and starts talking shit about you and means it, what would you do? Would you just sit there and take it? Or if you had the ability to do something about it, would you do something about it? I mean, I absolutely had the ability to do something about it. I shut him down. Now, I made the mistake of, um, of, of saying I wanted to strangle the guy, which, I mean, th- that's, that's an entirely different story. That's why I'm getting uh, banned on Facebook. That's why the end is near. Now, I, I can't say the end is near. Um, the problem is um, after the 30 days, I, I'll be able to come back. That's, that's not an issue. I just get, I have so much difficulty um, getting out of my own way. And I, if I get into any type of conversation on that, any type of like defending myself, that's when I do it. So I have to quite literally, the only way I can survive on Facebook is if I post like a story and then commit to um, no discussing anything on it. So that if somebody uh, uh, tries to beat me up over it, I can say nothing, which is extremely difficult for me. I, I love to fucking fight. I don't like to sit there and take shit from a fucking moron who doesn't know what the fuck he is talking about. Quite literally. So that's it. All right. Um, while I'm at it, though. I am working on something to um, that might make, I'm, like I said, Facebook is still going to stay there. Twitter is still going to stay there. YouTube is still going to stay there. But, but 
Um, Patriot Nick uh, hinted at this on Zaniac United. That Eric may have an out so that we can all enjoy the show the way we all have. See, my problem is this. I don't like it that suddenly like, hey, folks on Facebook, you can't. uh, Now you only got. I mean, I don't like that. And also the idea of three different spots where you can um, um, watch the show. What I want to do is I want to be able to have one spot online. One spot online. The best is if I had my own servers and you just went to my website and then there's the show. But I don't I don't have that um, type of uh, capability yet. Um, but I am going to explore a meeting today. And um, the idea is not right away. But in due time. I can't say this is for sure going to happen, but I may very well be saying, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to now go as of whatever date. It might be three, four months from now. The only way to see the show live will be at this spot online. And you would either click an app. Instead of hitting the Facebook app, you would hit another app. Okay. Um, Or you would just uh, go online or to my website. I I, I don't have any of the details yet. All I can tell you is I have a very important meeting at 2 o'clock today. That will tell me more. And um, it's someone that I've known for quite some time who has this ability to make this all happen. Uh, But um, I just haven't entertained it because I haven't had a need. Now I have a need. All right. Kyle says, can we also sign up for 300 second bands? Hmm. Uh, here be rabbit. Yes. Getting in late. This is the limo gear. I was up very early doing my driving. Thank you very much. All right. So that's, uh, basically how it went down. Um, those guys are out and I guess there was a Zaniac zoom. I'm all going to get worked up on the Zaniac zoom. And, um, Nick brought piece of shit Regis in who was doing the, oh, what, oh, what, what, what did I do? All I did was this, dude, you don't like me. You don't want anything to do with this. You even said you don't listen anymore. So why the fuck would I keep you around, you fucking moron? This is the same guy. This is the same piece of shit who decided to pick a fight with a 19-year-old young lady. He went after Kenny's daughter. Now, if anybody's going to go after Kenny, it's going to be me. Uh, but Kenny's daughter, I don't know. And, and, uh, and the point of the whole thing was so stupid and he literally trolled her to tears. She had to pull over. She was shaking so bad. And eventually that fuck, I guess said sorry or something like that and apologized for it. So, uh, his behavior does not surprise me in any way. Kenny permission to speak. Megan, I heard about the quote, I don't even like cars. Somebody told me, hey, go see Megan at uh, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. I don't even like cars. I know all about that. All right. Kenny says, yep, that's all true. So Regis is a fuck. Fuck Regis. That guy's an asshole. He's not even a listener of of this show. He just was on there to be a cock. So fuck off, Regis. Next time I come to Jersey, come see me, and I'll fucking punch you in the face. Well, moving on. 
enough of the dramatics. I need to get into the bet that I have with Bill Simonson. Now, most of the uh, audiences is in, is in different spots, but uh, some of you know about the Detroit Lions. They've stunk for years, and um, they're going to stink this year, and I don't really have any problem with them. Okay, none. I picked them to win three games this year. Uh, most sports writers had between three, four, five, somewhere in there. They got a brand-new coach or depleted in some offensive spots. The defense is a bit of a, a mess. And they're the second youngest team in the NFL uh, in the NFL with the seventh hardest schedule. They open up at home, seven and a half point underdogs against San Francisco, and they stunk up the joint. They got killed. Okay, late in the game, San Francisco had all their Make a Wish kids in, and the Lions did some type of comeback where they scored a couple of touchdowns. And actually, they actually had a chance to tie the fucking game somehow, so by some miracle. But it doesn't matter. It might as well have been one hundred to nothing. They suck dick, okay? And they and I don't have a problem with that. And I, I, I love the lines. I really do. In fact, I like the fact that in the second half of the football game, they were better than the first half of the football game. You know what that is? That's improvement. And when you're a shit team like they are, that's what you, you look for those things, okay? So, and it bums me out that I'm grinning from ear to ear as miscue after miscue happens in the first half. It, it really does. But I know I'm happy deep down because that means Bill Simonson is one step closer to losing our speedo bet. If the Lions um, lose more than six games, I'm sorry, if the Lions uh, win less than six games, I win the bet. If they win more than six, Bill wins the bet. So anytime there's a loss in the column, that's good news for Eric. Whoever loses it has to wash the other guy's car in a Speedo in the middle of winter. And I've already planned this. I'm going to win the bet. And this is what I'm going to do. I want all of you to see it. So I'm going to start talking about it now. You know, four months from now, from from when it happens. And what we're going to do is Bill will probably bring his vehicle over to my house. He doesn't want to do it over at his house. And it doesn't matter where it is. Let's just say it's at my house, though. You're all invited. But you can't park it like in my neighborhood. It's too many cars. So what I'm going to do is I am I am not kidding you about this. I am going to set up shuttle service with affordable limousine. I will get one or two shuttle buses, and I will pick people up at the parking lot, uh, which is about one mile away from my house. That's the staging area. You park there. Every three, four minutes, a new shuttle will arrive, load people up to my house, I want 1,000 people here to see Bill in the dead of winter wash my truck in a Speedo. Free transportation. We'll have beers. We'll have drinks. We'll have music blaring. Bill will come out in the Speedo, wash the truck. Oh, my God. It's going to be an absolute uh, festival. Uh, We're going to see his little pin dick through his his little Speedo. Oh, what an asshole. What an asshole-ish bet. They're going to win. He said they're going to win nine games. Oh. Let me uh, let me go back. Because I, uh, I tweeted at the idiot at the end of the first half. 
Hey, at Huge Ho. Uh, huge Ho. Hey, at Huge Show. SOL. Same old lines. You big ninny. Game over. And it's a picture of Matt Stafford grinning ear to ear. How awesome is that? Uh, his response. Um, shortly after I posted that. God, where is it now? Damn it. I suck at fucking Twitter. I'm the worst. He wrote, my uh, at Eric Zane show bet of me taking uh, the Lions and wins officially is in serious jeopardy after only one half of their season. One half of their first game. My nine-win Lions prediction now ranks up there with me picking Michigan to beat Bama. Lions will put me in my grave. Good Lord. That was a horrible half. Uh, numerous people weighed in. We know you didn't actually believe that huge. Not a chance. You dumbass. When you're gonna re- when are you gonna realize how lucky we were with Stafford? We are nothing without him. He's the reason why that we won any games last year. It's embarrassing how bad the defense is. Oh my God. I mean, there are people coming out of the woodwork. The line of people looking to say, I told you so, stretches from your affiliate in Benton Harbor to your affiliate in the Houghton uh, Hancock area. Oh, I mean, this was hideous. They, they, they're horrible. So that ends now to me. And I, I actually hate bill for this. I don't want the lions to lose. Um, but I want to win the bet. So I found myself when it would be like a third and eight, and then they, you know, get a false or, and then they pick up the first down, but there's a false start or just yeah, the typical lion bullshit. Doesn't matter who the coaches doesn't matter. Who the players how the same shit's going to happen. That's why we came up with SOL, same old lions. I'm like going, yes, yes. And Lomas is like, they, uh, oh, Dan, there was the there was the receiver who slotted over to the outside and he dropped the ball. Slomus Brown actually referred to one of the uh, receivers when he slid over as slided over. I heard it. So and so slotted over into the slot and he was a uh, wide open and then but then he dropped the ball. Dan again is execution. That's right, Slomus. And then he kept calling Nick Bosa Joey Bosa. Joey Botha, he keeps getting by Panay Thule. Uh, 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 Slomus, that's Nick Bosa. That's what I said, Joey Botha. Oh, my God, that guy talks like he's an idiot. Then, my day was made the, the cherry on top. This morning, I wake up. Well, first of all, when Matt Stafford, opening drive, play action, to the right, he rolls left, and then across his body, across the field, 65 yards, boom, touchdown for the Rams over Chicago. And then, so I uh, sent this along to Bill. I wrote, ahem, at Huge Show, and uh, and then the clip. And then he responded with, uh, uh, yeah, he had happy feet, and then he followed it up with uh, with uh, the team got two field goals. That's his. That's his. What he's saying was like the weak spot: the fact that Stafford got a touchdown on the opening drive, 
and then uh, the fact that the next two drives resulted in field goals. Bill is taking solace in the fact that Stafford's team uh, uh, only got 13 points on their first three drives. When I woke up this woke up this morning, got yourself a gun. Headline: Stafford is everything Rams needed. Veteran quarterback puts on stellar Sunday night football performance. Uh, we explain how Stafford will spark LA's offense. If you look, if you type Matthew Stafford and hit news, every sports writer writes the same thing. Second coming. He's kicking ass. He's awesome. I think he threw for like 365 yards, three touchdowns, 75% completion. Oh, my God, Bill, you stink. You're the worst. What a day for Bill. Awful. I don't even want to. I don't even want him on the show today. I don't want him on the show because. Uh, I want to actually hear him on his uh, statewide show, uh, 50,000 watts here in uh, West Michigan and uh, the 20 great radio stations across the world, the Michigan statewide web address, uh, 866-838-HUGE, the huge show on Facebook, the huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Instagram, uh, the huge show on Spokio, the huge show on Zillow, the huge show on MySpace. That's like the first hour of the show. All this, Bill, the huge show on TikTok. Statewide web address. Quack, quack. I just want to hear him today. I want to hear how he handles this. And I'm going to take notes. Because I want to, uh, I want to hear what he's talking about. Because to, in my opinion, in my huge opinion, the only thing dumb, dumb can do is talk about how wrong he is about everything. The Lions are, they are who we thought we were. I'm not even mad at them. True to form, they did have a chance to uh, uh, at least tie the game. It can't, It always comes down to, you know, somehow they scrape and claw and get back in because they're plucky. And then it just goes to shit every time. Oh, fucking hey. Unbelievable. Well, so the good news is I'm, I'm already working on shuttle service so we can all see Bill and his little pecker uh, at my house. This is going to be awesome. Whew. This bullshit about Stafford is a good, uh, is a good quarterback is not new, but since he plays for LA, all sports writers are, Required to give L.A. a B.J. Yeah, shut up, Kyle. Did he not just have a great game? Can you not just say he did awesome? He did. It was one of the best performances of the weekend. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, just fantastic, though. I'm happy for Matt Stafford. He deserves it. Great quarterback. Great, great quarterback. Always has been. And now we got Jared Goff, who's, you know, he was, I was reading one article. Uh, He's a Prius. He's reliable. He'll get you from point A to point B efficiently. Okay. Matt Stafford is a 400 horsepower Camaro. That's what he is, according to the article I read. And I agree with him. That's a wonderful assessment. Okay, folks. 
That's enough about that. Listen to Bill today, though, 96.1. See how he addresses this. Maybe call. Call his show. It's 866-838-HUGE. Call Bill. All of you. Yeah, I wanted to know your thoughts about Matthew Stafford's great performance. Say that. Hear how he handles it. That's your homework assignment. Everybody has to call and say one of two things. 866-838-HUGE. Bill, uh, can you please tell me your thoughts on Matthew Stafford's uh, performance compared to Jared Goff's? Who was better? Uh, Bill, I'd like your thoughts on your prediction. Uh, I'd like your thoughts on the prospect of you wearing a Speedo at Eric Zane's house in the dead of winter, washing his truck. 866-838-HUGE. Call Bill today on his dumb show. There you go. 866-838-HU. There you go. That's what you need to do. (laughs) All right. Thanks again to uh, key sponsors, Horizon Hydroponics. They're all key sponsors. I always, I don't know why I say that. Every single one of them is key. Thank you so much. So if I just saw the tarantula farmer was over at one of his relatives or friend of the family or something. He sent me a picture. The guy is getting ready to harvest a 12-foot cannabis plant. And it looks so cool. 12 feet tall. Wow. If you want to grow something like that, you are going to need the experts at Horizon Hydroponics. And maybe you're not growing cannabis. You're growing anything at all. If you've got a green thumb, and it's a wonderful hobby. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, there's there's plenty of, uh, of amazing things you can do in the horticulture world. Either uh, uh, growing in soil or growing hydroponically. All of the equipment you need for that and supplies available at Horizon Hydroponics. Buy online, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. From anywhere in the U.S., orders 250 and over. Shipping is free. And get 10% off when you use the coupon code at checkout Zane Show. You can also order online and pick up here at any one of the four brick-and-mortar locations. All the details at horizonhydroponics.com. If you need a dumpster, call upon dumpster divers. 616-375-9962. Call or text dumpsterdiversllc.com. If you're in the West Michigan area, 616-375-9962. I'm getting warm. These clothes have to come off. Thank you to Kyle and Emilio for being on board with the show. If you ever need a dumpster, that's who you call. She doesn't like cars. Megan but she wants your car. I think she said that in reference to going for walks outside in the community. I think she's afraid of getting run over or something. She really does like cars. She wants you to bring yours to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. I am stuck. Shit. Stupid cord. Uh, Reach out to them at 616-532-6600. Irvines.com, if you are in the West Michigan area, reach out to them. 
Get your car in there for uh, any any issue at all, any type of scheduled maintenance. Maybe it's just something that popped up. That's a bummer. Uh, fear not. The experts at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV will be able to help you, I can promise. I can promise that. I wonder if Jackie's brought the hybrid over um, for the oil change. I said to her, Dad, it says we need oil. What do you think I'm going to tell you to do? I don't know. Yeah, you do know. Go take it over to Irvine's. Just drop it off. I'll meet you there. Let me know, and I'll pick you up. Thank you, Irvine's. This is a bummer. I'm running out of water and time. Uh, During the football game, football games over the weekend, the Washington football team was, um, they play at FedEx Field in D.C. I don't even know who they're playing. They suck, too. Uh, San Diego. And, uh, well, the team is saying, no, 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 no. That isn't what everybody's saying it is. It's simply rainwater. No big deal. Yeah. No. The people that were there started rolling footage. And listen to this audio. You'll hear the first voice is the guy who's shooting the video, and then you'll hear a female voice, and she describes what she is seeing as well. This is not just water. That's sewage. Uh, I should have uh, shared the screen so you can see it too, but I'm going to play it again. And you can see this. I mean, okay. What happened was a sewage pipe burst and uh, water, piss, and, and, and shit is just pouring out. And it goes all over these people. It's in their eyes, their mouth, their nose. And, oh, it is hideous. It's not just water. just updated a Twitter password, so. And I wanted to share this with you so you can see it. Okay. Is that it? Oh, shit. Uh, I think I'm off to a terrible start here. That's not what I wanted. Yeah, it's not a dolphin, for God's sake. Ah, that's what I wanted. Let me widen this out so you can see it. Look at that. Oh, my God. That's sewage. Everybody's running away. That's how we <laughs> Guys, look at that old guy. So close. Oh, that shit. Look at her. She's got shit all on her. 
incredible. <laughs> Jason says it's raining the Rona and hepatitis. Uh, yeah, right on par with the poo-poo bus. I think even worse. Maybe. Uh, no, I don't know. They're, they're both terrible. But here's the thing. I think that the um, uh, the Redskins pulled some strings with the local TV station because on the uh, NBC affiliate in D.C., headline reads, Rainwater at FedEx Field results in Washington fans receiving sweet upgrade. And then they show, like, pictures of, like, uh, the fans uh, that are, you know, that were had shit dumped on them. That isn't what happened. Uh, that they, and it, well, it appears to be fans. What happened was all these fans had shit dumped on them. And then the team somehow was able to get the uh, TV station to say, oh, no, no, it's not shit. It's just rainwater. And we already upgraded their seats to the, to the high end suites. And then there's pictures that they post FedEx Fields Twitter of like people having a great time in the suite and with like uh, captions say, this was so great. This is so awesome. And we just got rainwater dumped on us. And then the article says, quick update. It was rainwater. It has stopped. The fans are in the suites enjoying the game, according to uh, uh, FedEx Fields Twitter account. And then the uh, TV station bought this fucking lie. There is no way that that's true. And these People that are in the suite are probably employees of the team. It was shit. You know why it was shit? Because in the clip, that's sewage. That guy's there, and he said, that's sewage. And if water's pouring on me and it doesn't smell like shit, I'm not going to think it's sewage. That's sewage. But I, I just found that to be ridiculous and ridiculously gross that they try to cover it up somehow. Oh, my God. Ugh. Is there anything worse of a... Th- I would think I would rather lay in a coffin with a dead person for extended time than have uh, uh, gallons of shit pour on me. And if you notice in that clip, when it's pouring, it's, it's landing right on a seat. Who's, who's the ground zero person? Sorry, it's so close to September 11th and I said that, but who's ground zero shit guy? Who's just sitting there with his nachos and all of a sudden there's, there's hot, steaming, wet shit pouring down on him. Ugh. Something else uh, from the madness that was the opening weekend of, uh, of uh, pro football. So college football in, in earnest uh, for another week. I saw that Oregon beat Ohio State. That is awesome. Uh, I love the fact that Ohio State lost. Uh, Michigan and Michigan State have started off very well, which uh, a lot of people are surprised that both teams have done that well. Of course, Michigan took on a Washington team that the week before lost to a fucking high school team practically. So they suck. Uh, They haven't played anybody. Michigan State, I don't follow shit about them. All I know is that they've won two games, and people who like Michigan State are happy. So good for you. Uh, Number eight and number nine, Iowa and Iowa State played. Don't even know who won. Doesn't matter. Uh, This is in Ames, Iowa, where Iowa State plays. Uh, Ashton Kutcher is a fan of Iowa. On ESPN Game Day, they bring in Ashton Kutcher, who is like with the, uh, you know, the talking heads and whatever, making his huge prediction. And uh, this is right on the heels where just days earlier, uh, he and Mila Kunis decided to announce to the world that they are taking a page from the NFK's playbook. What? 
yeah, these two celebrities um, shower as much as the NFK does. I mean, that's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, the NFK, well, I should say the new NFK. The new NFK showers every other day. He is, uh, like, last on Friday, I was doing this podcast. He started, he was washing his asshole. Um, I think he was actually two days off. So he washed his asshole today. So, all right, he's on it. Uh, these two just announced on some stupid podcast. Is that the, is the one with uh, uh, Dax Drug Addict, the armchair expert? You see the guy, armchair expert? Is that the dude? He's like, everybody listens to it. The whole world listens to that fucking podcast. That guy is like, oh, yeah, he spends like uh, uh, nine days out of 10 talking about rehab. Oh, man, I turned it around. I turned it around. Then on day 10, he'll like have a fucking relapse. Like, do get your shit together. The fuck is wrong with you? Uh, they announced on Armchair Expert that they do wash their asshole and balls every day or vaginas. They don't shower or bathe as often. That policy includes their children, Wyatt, who's six, and Dimitri, who's four. Mm-hmm. We don't wash our body with soap every day. She says, I wash my pits, tits, holes, and soles. That's what she actually said. I wash my pits, tits, holes, and soles. Now, I don't know about you, but I fucking hate it when women talk like that. Watch your fucking mouth. The fuck is wrong with you? She says, when I had children, when I had children, I did not wash them every day. Now, is she referring to her tits, pits, holes, and soles or the children? I wasn't the parent parent that, okay, she's talking about her kids. I wasn't the parent that bathed my newborns ever. Why? Why? Kutcher added, if you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. No, there's absolutely a point, you fucking pig. Because they're sitting there in their piss and their shit. And that's gross. And you don't want that touching your skin, you fuck. That's fucking child abuse, you sick asshole. Uh, the admission sparked a Hollywood debate on personal hygiene habits. Yeah, I hate people that aren't clean. I fucking hate you. You are a fucking pig. I hate it. Uh, that's why I would... Oh, Jesus. All the business about the NFK. I don't know how I survived this year, honestly. I'm surprised there wasn't a fucking hate crime in this house. I'm so thankful that he's washing his ass, asshole once every third day now. So I fucking hate that. Um, cool, uh, Kunis says, um, okay, hold on a second here. Kutcher, uh, Kutcher and Kunis have since responded to the stink they caused by poking fun at an Instagram video. Uh, whatever, did some stupid video. Um, she's on Family Guy. Yeah, she plays Meg, right? Dak Shepard sparked the conversation after telling podcast co-hosts Monica Padman that using soap every day gets rid of the body's natural oils. Yeah, exactly. You know those oils that trap all the dead skin and shit in the air that's now on your skin, asshole Hollywood fuck. My God. 
Kunis said she washes her face twice a day. So you wash your face twice a day. You're adamant about that, but you won't take a shower. That makes no sense. You you wash your face twice a day, but where your newborn shits, you won't clean the kid's asshole. You're a fucking idiot. So I hate these two, and uh, that that's why it made me happy when uh, the Iowa State fans in Ames, Iowa, every time Ashton Kutcher would talk, they would break out into a chant. See if you can pick it up. <laughs> I don't. Hawkeye Okay. Oh, Hawkeye win. One point, but that's one point. One point, Hawkeye win. Take a shower. That's amazing. It would have been great if he acknowledged it. I think there was a pause there. There was a um there is a second uh, um, example of it here. I'm working on a, a new charity project right now. It's called Outside Wine. Um, and the whole idea is at the end of the day, like we can look at the, the data and, and I'm working on a, a new. Take a shower. Now, something else caught my attention when this fucking slob was talking. Uh, it is. um. um Hollywood guy coming up with what he's working on for a big charity. And this is all I heard. I'm working on a a, a new charity project right now. It's called Outside Wine. It's called, I'm working on a charity project called Outside Wine. Hmm. In fact, I'm going to play the first clip again. He actually tries to elaborate on it again. I'm going to see if I can pick it up. Uh, I mean, I, at this point, I'm ignoring the take a shower. Uh, I'm working on a, a new charity project right now. It's called Outside Wine. Um, and the whole idea is at the end of the day, like we can look at the, the data. And, and I'm-, I'm working on a new charity project called Outside Wine. At the end of the day, we can look at the data and. Hmm. All right. What the fuck is going on? What is outside wine? Because here's here's the thing. I'm always suspicious of when someone um, is a guest on a huge platform like that. And it's super important that they bring up this. And then right away when you hear a charity and the explanation turns out to be really, really long. It always seems a little nutty to me. It always seems a little convoluted, and maybe there's more there than what is really uh, going on. Like, for example, take the AT Children's Project. It's simple. The money that goes in there uh, uh, pays for doctors and test tubes and uh, clinical trials and prescription or and medicine trials and things like that uh, to try to get treatments so that kids don't die. Uh, feed the children, uh, kids' food bank. You're trying to feed hungry kids. Apparently, what we have is Ashton and Mila, Mila, yes, are trying to get you to buy wine to build a Tony Hawk skate park. Yeah, because that's what the world needs. Uh Buy wine to pay for Tony Hawk's skate park. Sure. I was confused right away.
Um, but And it also looks to me like a way to um, say you're doing the right thing and giving back when in reality all you're doing is just trying to drum up support for uh, some endeavor uh, that is ultimately for you to make money or someone you know or you're part of. Um, all right, here you go. Outside wine, $25 a bottle, uh, plus eight bucks to get it shipped. You can subscribe and you'll get free shipping and 10% off. Uh, okay. And there's, uh, Ashton. Hey, get our wine. And there's fucking Tony Hawk who looks like a fucking math teacher. And, uh, yeah, here's the, uh, uh, info about the wines. And then uh, in 2020, they uh, started making a wine called Quarantine. All right? And that was made to raise a million dollars for COVID response charities, which I'm not exactly sure what that means. Um, if I could have a little bit more information as to what exactly is a COVID response charity, maybe, maybe there's something there. Uh, then they talk more about their wine. Net profits from every uh, battle sold will go to a short list of charities that we've pre-identified as doing awesome work for the greater good. I don't believe a word of that. I would need proof of that. Um, to me, this just sounds like a winemaker who wants to get their name out there. Uh, learn more about the first two organizations we are supporting with the first phase of sales from outside wine. So for a million dollars, you made raised a million dollars. And you gave it, uh, I don't know, uh, to Thorn here, building technology to defend children. Okay, what the fuck is that? When first of all, what does building technology to defend children have to do with uh, COVID response charities? Maybe somebody can talk me through this. Um, I'll just read it to you because you can't see it. Um, Thorn introducing Thorn for parents. How parents talk to their kids about growing up has fundamentally changed. Thorn for parents will help parents be a safety net for their kids as they navigate a whole new set of experiences online. Yeah, here, let me save you the trouble. Uh, if the kid starts talking to sub uh, or spend too much time on the computer, throw the computer away. All right. So I guess it says, click here to embrace the awkward. They're trying to tell parents that they need to have conversations with their kids. So basically, this organization needed uh, half a million dollars. And what exactly the fuck are we signing up for here? So this is part of their COVID response charity? Also, the skateboard park, which Tony Hawk obviously has a lot to do with. Our mission we help underserved communities create safe and inclusive public skate parks for youth. Oh, yeah. Okay, that because that's what every community needs, a fucking skate park. Holy shit, this is stupid. My God. So these people don't bathe, and they're, they're trying to get you to buy their stupid fucking wine to allegedly raise money for a website that tells you to uh, make your kid get off a computer and to build a skate park. Great. While I was thinking about this, I, uh, I I remembered that Ashton Kutcher, who is 43 years old right now, and Mila Kunis, who I think is 38. And wasn't uh, Ashton Kutcher, wasn't he married 
to Demi Moore. Do you remember that? Now she, I, she is fifty-eight years old, and so that's that's quite a big age difference. It's not quite free beer level, but it's it's a big age difference. Um, so I got to thinking, probably good after seeing the pictures that he did get out, um, because I've always I've never really understood these type of age age uh, gap relationships because at some point you know uh the the much younger person is going to be like god damn it i need dick and uh, a husband who's not shitting in a diaper uh this is weird why did i do this this is a huge mistake um sim- same thing with her good thing they broke up and she's not going quietly into the night with her youth and i'm going to show you that right now um, if you take a look at this, she is a recipient of plastic surgery, did not know this. And when do these ever look good? When do these uh, uh, plastic surgeries ever look? Have you ever seen somebody and said, wow, you look just like you did? Because when you're young and then you get old and then you then get surgery, you just look like a different person. And in a lot of cases, you just look fucking weird. And here you go. Uh, you'll see in the big picture here, Demi Moore younger and then now that she looks like some kind of weird thing look at that lovely face wouldn't it have been nice if it just aged gracefully you know instead this and look at the cheeks and you'll be able to see this uh if you're uh, listening to the audio podcast just click on the links i mean come on L- what the fuck if i get plastic surgery and that's the way i look I- i'm never going outside ever why would you do that? There must be some type of body dysmorphia going on that is making her think that that is acceptable. And then there's this one. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. This is a supposedly after the surgery. Oh, this is, a, this, is a, this is a horrible existence. If you are the type of person who uh, works in that industry, movie-making, film, TV, anything like that, uh, glamour, shit. That is a, that's a tough one. Ugh. Knowing full well that you have to do that and then uh, you, you don't, you don't even, you look horrible. I have never understood uh, plastic surgery. Oh, Jesus. Dirk says to me is, to me more is fucked up, but you say Bruce Jenner is hot. Well, um, I have said that. I have said that Bruce Jenner is hot. And I need to go back to Vanity Fair. And it's not Bruce Jenner, okay? It's Caitlyn Jenner. Don't you know anything? You sound like you're transphobic when you refer to her as Bruce Jenner. You know? And uh, so... I don't know if that's appropriate. I'm pretty sure that's a big no-no these days. Um, okay, where's a good picture of Caitlyn Jenner? Okay, she looks fantastic here. Look at this. What a what a what a I'm gonna share it with you. So just hang on. I Caitlyn Jenner looks much better here than uh. Uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Demi Moore right after the surgery. She looks great. If I didn't know that that used to be a man, I would never know it. Look at, look at her. She looks, I mean, she's like 70 something years old. 
Uh, a lot of it is, well, it's all plastic surgery. But, I mean, she's got a lot of money. It worked out. She looks like a uh, very uh, a young-looking 70-year-old. And then this picture, the Vanity Fair, it's remarkable. Look at that. That is some doctor earned his or her money there. You see a side-by-side of Bruce Jenner winning the decathlon and then Caitlyn Jenner on the cover of Vanity Fair. It, I'm telling you, if you did not know, you're you're kind of polluted because you know that that used to be a man. That's why your transphobic uh, opinions are, are seeping out, Dirk. Another uh, sign about how uh, shallow and ignorant of a slut that you are. Uh, if you did not know that that used to be a man and you weren't transphobic, um, you would say, wow, she, she's 70 or she's, she's how old? Um, you, would, you would be like, she looks great for her age. How old is Caitlin? So, yes, I stand 71. Yeah, she looks awesome. Absolutely. Kenny is also transphobic, calls her a drag queen. I have a horrible, you are all a horrible bunch of human beings there. You are absolutely the worst of humanity. This is an outrage. Chris says, yeah, well, she's still a dude. Uh, Andrea says, Caitlin is a man, not a woman. Disagree. Uh, Stevie, she gets it. She's kind of woke. So am I. I hope I look that good at 71. Andrea also says that's disgusting. She is an asshole. And, uh, yeah, you are all fucking horrible. Uh, Dirk also says something I'm going to talk about on the Patreon. Another man beat up a woman in MMA. That is not true. That is a a lie. Uh, A lady beat up a lady in MMA. And one lady got her ass kicked by another lady. And uh, that's just the end of it. And, uh, yes, I am going to talk about that on the Patreon. You, I have 99% of, wait a minute, Melinda says, Denise Moore says, looks like she got knifed and sewn back together. <laughs> um, yeah, on a serious note, it appears that 99% of the audience is transphobic. And um, this is what you need to do right now. You need to embrace that. You need to say, I am transphobic. That is the only way I will relent if you admit that you don't like them and you are bigoted and prejudiced against them. Okay, do it right now. I'll wait for your, I will wait for your comments of you disgusting individuals. Huh? Anybody? Nobody? I think she looks awesome. You, if you, uh, if you speak otherwise, you're just an absolute maggot, horrible human beings that listen to this show. What is wrong with you people? It's an awful thing to say. Okay, what are you gonna do, you idiots, if uh, you know one of your family members decides, ah, you know what? I think uh, I think I'm not comfortable in my own skin, and I think I'd rather be a woman. You know, they've worked very hard for that to be an acceptable thing. Like uh, Kenny, for example. Let, let's just say one of your kids says, man, I'm, I'm making a change. What do you do? Do you sit there and say those insulting things that you are right now, you asshole? 
What's wrong with you? And make them feel bad. Probably uh, have a, a terrible, uh, uh, have a horrible time uh, c- coming to grips with that because the people closest to them are alienating them. That's a horrible existence. Oh my God. The insensitivity is at an all time high from you animals. Jesus. I've had it. Uh, this person who I don't recognize says, yeah, what you do is you tell them they're weird. You got it. Yeah. Hey, you're weird. Uh, Corey writes also fun. It's a fun fact that isn't it weird that people quote science like Dirk when it comes to trans people, but they completely ignore it when it comes to global warming. Yeah, I I, I caught that. Uh, Dirk picks and chooses. He's a absolute fucking buffoon on any argument that requires intelligent thought. He's the absolute worst. Oh, and then you might get, you might even get Dirk who, if you push him too far, he's going to go enough, (laughs) enough. And Kenny, don't give me a all caps, dude, what the fuck? I'm putting you in a scenario to try to get some empathy out of you. You fucking caveman. Put yourself in the shoes of these people is what I'm asking you to do. Do you have that capacity? What? That's a legitimate question. It still stands. What would you do? Would you be the asshole that you are? Or would you just say, okay, let's, uh, I don't know. I mean, what, what would you do? Would you be accepting of that? I'm guessing you wouldn't. Kenny, I've told you, I don't play the game like I talked about with Jason Shaver. It's not you, asshole. Look up. Read what he said. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't do that, Kenny. I don't, it's, uh, I missed it. And don't, I, I can't, I can't be in the, uh, in the mode of, uh, of going up and searching for shit. I've, in fact, you're, you got 300 seconds for that. You're going to have to eat 300. Oops. Okay, hold on. I keep getting uh, told that Encognito is here. Uh, Okay. Apparently, Kenny wasn't talking to me. I don't see what you guys see. So. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. And uh, I'm not going to deal with it anymore because I want to do the podcast. So I guess you're just going to have to uh, figure it out on your own. I have no idea what you are referring to, but that's okay. So, Kenny, uh, anyway, back to uh, if one of your kids decided that uh, if, if, uh, if your daughter wanted to be a boy, how would you handle that? Question still stands. All right. I have cameos. Please uh, join me there. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I can uh, do anything you want on there. Roast, uh, workplace achievement, whatever it needs. Whatever you want. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Affordable Limousine wants you. 
If you have a, uh, uh, if you're an experienced driver with a CDLB, call upon Affordable Limousine. Buscareers.com. That's where you go. Buscareers.com for Affordable Limousine. Work the hours you want and earn a hell of a lot more than what you're earning now with that same CDL. Go to buscareers.com for more information. When it comes to insurance on the show, I trust Frank the Tank Fuss, my policy shop insurance, mypolicyshop.com. I want you to go to this site, buyinsurancehere.com for uh, Medicare, if you're getting ready to turn 65 in the next six months or someone you know is about to, you're buying insurance in the marketplace, you have workplace insurance and you need some advice, whatever it is, go there to buyinsurancehere.com and fill out the form. Frank will call you personally. He is awesome. Thank you so much to Frank. Uh, TC Paintball invites you out there for another great party. Uh, they're getting back uh, back at it this week. TCPaintballGR.com is where you go. And Wednesday's Little League Day at TC Paintball. Love them so much. Thank you so much for the continued support over at TC Paintball. Looking forward to scheduling our next paintball event. Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Don't look like an asshole uh, in front of your wife. She's like, my God, uh, I wanted you to install flooring. I didn't want you to destroy the stupid house. My God, what the hell happened here? Bennett Flooring Installation online at BennettFlooringInstallation.com. You can call or text uh, Jacob Bennett, 616-318-0167. 616 318 0167. Asshole of the day. I can't find my dry erase marker for like the fifth time in seven days. Where the fuck is it? Oh, right in front of me. There it is. Uh, Asshole of the Day brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Reach out to Jason May, 616-747-0233. And buy some AMSOIL. tcpaintballgr.com. Also bringing you the Asshole of the Day. The Asshole of the Day. It's uh, my own little self-indulgent thing. Is, but without a doubt... And also representative of Wade and Don, Regis Thompson, you are the asshole of the day. I hope you choke when you're eating lunch today. Go fuck yourself. Thank you. Have a nice day. Okay, Patreon coming up in a bit. I would love you to be there. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane if you want more of my content. Patreon.com slash Eric Okay, anti-vaxxers, have a good rest of your whatever, and I will talk to you down the road. Till next time, thank you. Bye-bye.